What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, October 2nd, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the new face of video games, Blessing, Adioye Jr. What's up, Greg? Are we actually doing this? Are we calling it Donktober from now on? I got called out yesterday yeah, on baby. the Kind of Funny Games uh, Daily here for not calling it Donktober. So, yes, it is a kind of funny decree that if you say anything related to, for this one specific place, October, it needs to officially be called Donktober. Donktober, the national of, holiday month. Let's go. Whatever the hell you and Barrett are doing tomorrow. I don't even understand. I mean, I can tell you all about it because right here I got the Wii U, the gamepad in my hand, if you're watching the video version of the show. Uh, starting tomorrow, me and Barrett are playing through DK64. Um, we did a tech stream yesterday to prepare for it. And let me yeah. tell you, I am very excited about this. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like it was, one, it was one of those things where I, I've been playing a lot of, I guess, like classic or at least like retro styled platformers lately. And so obviously I've been playing uh, Mario 64 because I've been talking about it on podcast. And I got the the full 70 stars. I might even go for the 120 and complete it. I, I talked about Tamron, which is another game that is inspired by classic rare platformers. And that's one that like I didn't necessarily have the best time with. And I've been building up this fear in my head that I'm going to tire myself out on this genre of games, especially sure. playing Mario 64 right before playing DK64. But... Yesterday, during our tech stream, when me and Barrett were setting things up, trying to figure things out, I was just messing around in DK64, and I was like, oh, no. Like, this game is, playing this game is like coming back home for me. Like, I'm very yes. excited to actually play this game, because it, yes. it, as soon as I, I got control of the Kong, that's when, that's when I realized that nothing good could go wrong, you know? Okay, okay, great. I had to really formulate the, the rhyme there in my head, <laughs> but I got there. <laughs> I feel like your lack of sleeves on this hoodie helps. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, yeah. This, no, is, a, this is a good looking shirt. Thank you. I never wear it because I always see it in my closet, and I'm just yeah. like, that's a little bit too bright. It's a little bit too much. But today yeah. was one of those days where I was like, you know what, man? Let's 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 brighten things up. Let's reach into the back of the closet. I know for it's some October. It's October. Over the last like twelve hours or so, I've been in a good mood. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, man. Like, why not wear the bright shirt? You know. I agree. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're in a you know, look at your room. Everything in your room is black except the game spot poster in the background. Yeah. So yeah, brighten it up. Why not? <laughs> enjoy your life, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let's enjoy talking about video games because this is kind of funny. Games Daily. We're going to cover that we finally have the Fall Guys season two release date. The fact that NHL '94 is back uh, and that Nvidia RTX 3070s are getting delayed because this is kind of funny. Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that. Be part of the show at patreon.com slash games. Over there, you can give us your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the Daily Video Game Sun. Of course, you can also get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show we do. You can get the exclusive show Blessing does called Bless Up. I think a brand new episode is up, right? Where you answer yes, questions. Yes, a brand new things. episode just went up, I think, yesterday. And so you can go check that out. The hotness. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, just like the nanobiologist, uh, J. Co. Country, the milkman's kid, <laughs> are right now. They're all watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, and they have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Uh, housekeeping for you, of course. The X-Cast rolls on. Our Xbox podcast pops off tomorrow, Saturday, 6 a.m., youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, podcast services around the globe. Uh, Gary Witta, uh, Snowbike Mike, and, of course, Alana Pierce. Alana herself has the Xbox Series X, just like I do. I'm sure she will have plenty to say about it tomorrow on the episode, so make sure you check that one out. And, of course, tomorrow, have you, have yes. you booted yours up yet? Of course I have. Did you not see my tweet? No. Got a whole well, bunch of likes on it. No big deal. I saw the tweet of you like holding the Xbox. Series yeah, and then X. I put one up that like I've never seen Fortnite load that quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if somebody who plays a lot of Fortnite, I'm used to like turning it on and just letting it go through like 15 load screens. I was into a game in no time. I was very impressed, and it was like, fuck, I want to see what this thing can do. With is, other games. is there is there a plan for your full impressions? Because I'm very curious on what you think of the experience as a whole. Are we ready to share those plans, or or is this like a behind the scenes? I think that's thing? embargoed as well. So I think okay. there's the, the, uh, the we have a multi tiered embargo for our Xbox Series X, where basically everything you've seen from Jeff Grubb, uh, IGN, all that of like here's load times, here's what you know this looks like, here's the one image, the thirty second video. That's what we're all in right now in that zone. So basically, that's why I haven't 
Gotcha. Like for right now, in terms of coverage, I was like, I guess I could run. Like, so like Mike hit me up. He's like, do you want to come on the show and talk about it? I'm like, no, because like you can just read all the different like yeah. digital foundry. You, you can talk about quick resume and that's about it. Exactly. Their report on all that stuff is going to be way more intense than mine of like, yeah, it loads fast. <laughs> so when we get down to where we can actually talk about it and show a bit more, that's what we'll do. It, so don't worry about it. Um, Donktober begins tomorrow. That's going to be you and Barrett playing Donkey Kong on the Wii U. This starts at noon Pacific on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, correct? Yes. My next question is, are these going up on YouTube eventually, or is this just a Twitch exclusive? This these is, will uh, go up on YouTube eventually. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Subscribe right now. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Bear, is there a timetable on when they go up on YouTube? Um, If everything works out, it should be the next day. It should be the following day. Oh, if nice. everything yeah. works out. Cool. Yeah. But don't hold when me has to that. that when, when has anything not worked out for kind of funny? Exactly. Don't hold videos. me to that. Our first real t- full test. Have I told is you the first about episode. Fubu TV? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we can laugh about that. Now. Uh, uh, we, yeah. I laughed about it as soon as it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tomorrow's our full first test on uh, how the Donk Sober streams will go. So uh, uh, the idea is to have it uh, up on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games on Sunday if you can't make it live. Uh, but we'll, I'll, I'll give you updates if uh, we don't make that time now here, here's what i want to as we continue on the housekeeping mm-hmm. all right this isn't a bullet point but i was gonna bring it up as a joke but my wife has slacked me from the other room and says omg is the coffee wiring you like crazy is that coffee so powerful everyone here knows that during quarantine i fell in love with a place called busan all right it's over in korea uh, there's a place over there called momo's coffee that makes these little cans of iced coffee that I've been drinking, and they've been nitro fuel. Is that the right blessing? Am I not ba- blessing? You've listened to me my entire career. I feel yeah. like I'm out there, like 2008. Greg was. This is why people do drugs because it, <laughs> ma- it makes them better versions of themselves. Am I wrong? Am I right? What am I talking about? So here? wait, hold on, really quick. It's no, Momo, what you're saying it's, right now? It's Momo coffee. <laughs> Momo, yeah, Momo. it's Momo's Momo's coffee from oh. uh, Busan. Uh, uh, Are you uh, but I just call Snake Greg is the better version of yourself. That was, you I'm just saying he was more energetic, right? Anyways, gotcha. what I wanted to point out is we've entered a new phase of the Busan craze, where of course I drink the little cans of coffee usually on my afternoon podcast to give me that kick. When I went to the Korean grocery store yesterday to buy more, guess what I found out? They had just the straight Momo beans. So oh, now no. my morning coffee pot is filled with the Busan as well. Oh, no. So I'll tell you what, guys. This heart might explode in a year and a half, but I will be going out in a blaze of podcast <laughs> glory. You know what I mean? Go to Patreon. Get over there. Well, don't you like this? Fuel my habits. Uh, if you want to fuel my habits and keep the ship rolling and the Busan flowing, be like our Patreon producers, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes on Twitter, Blackjack and Tom Bach. Today we're brought to you by Upstart, Hymns, and Logitech, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's start the hype train to Busan with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. We got six items on the Roper Report. A picker's dozen. Number one blessing. Guess what? Fall Guys Season 2 arrives next week. This is Steve Watts over at GameSpot. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout Season 2 was shown off recently, and now we know when to expect it to begin. The studio has announced that Fall Guys Season 2 starts Thursday, Donktober 8. In the meantime, you can score some extra points. Developer Mediatonic announced that the, I'm sorry, the news in, announced the news in a tweet, which tied the upcoming season to Halloween with mention of a curse. The theme of the season isn't explicitly around the spooky holiday, though. As previously announced, it is themed around epic quests. That means a giant castle setting and costumes like a dragon, knight, viking, wizard, and witch costumes. Uh, the tweet also announced that as season one draws to a close, you can claim double fame points. Rack up those extra points while you can before the next season starts next week. Blessing. Greg. Where are you at with Fall Guys? I haven't picked up Fall Guys in a while. And I think I've been kind of going back and forth uh, on this since I think the release of Fall Guys. I went from being, I think, before the game came out, after I I had done the beta test being like, all right, yeah, like this seems like it's going to be fun for a few weeks. But then, you know, I don't I don't know what the longevity of this game game is. Then getting into that launch week of everybody playing it and it being extremely popular and me being like, all right, no, maybe this thing does have legs. Maybe this thing will be a thing that lasts forever. And now I'm kind of back in the place of, I don't mean personally, I'm not going to speak for the entire user base because I know, I know a lot of people are still playing Fall Guys and having a lot of fun with Fall of Guys. But I think when you compare it to something like a something like a Fortnite, which is a very unfair comparison because Fortnite is like a once in a, in a 
lifetime kind of thing, you know, for a game to blow up in that way. But you compare it also to something like Animal Crossing and sure. other games that have been blowing up over the years. I feel like the conversation has ramped down on Fall Guys in a way that, you know, I don't think speed. Oh, is that Animal Crossing? Are you play- yeah, playing? Well, I, I, I got to harvest my pumpkins. No, no, I was doing it right before we went live. So I'm just, gotcha, you know, gotcha, gotcha. It, but I mean, talking harvest- about a game with longevity. Harvest those pumpkins. Uh, I planted uh, them. All right, I now I need to water them. They, they've been planted yesterday. I was checking on my crop today. I got them all over the island. I but yeah, like I uh, talking about longevity, right? Like I, I think Fall Guys is is a game that I think can have that, but I think it is going to be more of a challenge for this game compared to other games of the like. Because I feel like with Animal Crossing, there's kind of a built-in uh, loop there as far as people coming back, people having. Uh, people putting in like an hour a day or however sure. long you play Animal Crossing in a day. Um, and like, you know, having those seasonal events or those monthly events that bring people back consistently. Same with Fortnite. Fortnite, I, I think, just has the the uh, like the budget behind it and just the the manpower behind it to have that consistent, uh, uh, have those consistent updates, have people continuously slipping back to it. Whereas Fall Guys, I feel like, doesn't naturally lend itself to that in the same way. That said, this season two update seems very exciting i think i might boot it up and check it out for this um i know greg how do you how do you react to this as somebody who's in love with halloween it doesn't do much for me because they're not all in on it that was my thing when uh it was at jeff's one night uh one night only right one night stand opening night live when they were like hey here's fall guys season two and it's like all right all right all right and then it was like it's nights and shit i was like oh like that doesn't i don't care about medieval stuff that's not really my jam i wish it was like we're doing a which I know doesn't make sense or doesn't make a lot of sense because seasons are so long. Hey, we're doing a Halloween thing. They didn't. They're do- I mean, they kind of are, but they're not right. Like it's very fascinating. The fall Guys story. Cause I think in this quarantine, in this year, we've talked so much about these breakout successes. And you look at something like animal crossing that yes, came out and was such a juggernaut. Right. And then, has waned obviously but it's still part of we're still playing it and again it's part of these updates that are dropping that people are excited for and doing things with um you know i, I look at i did a google trend search over here hold on and i know I, there's probably a cooler way to do it barrett but i'm just going to show it to you this way like this is just fall guys right there you see the graph obviously from the mm-hmm. big spike in august when it launches and then steadily ticking down ticking down ticking down not I mean, what's unexpected, I would say, about that, right, is are the highs the graph gets to in terms of Fall Guys. Because Fall Guys, for a second there, dominated the conversation and was all anyone could talk about, which is great, yeah. obviously. But it's that thing of, I remember when, when we talked about Fortnite, when we used to talk about PUBG, when we talked about Animal Crossing, it was this conversation of, all right, but how much longer can this go? What are, what are the legs on this? And, you know, look at, yeah, by comparison, it's interesting, right? In this one, that's Animal Crossing. And you see Animal Crossing obviously being higher as it's this crazy Nintendo game that took over the world, then dropping down, but then Fall Guys superseding it, but then them being relatively tied right now as they go off. And this is just Google Trends, so this isn't like by any stretch of the imagination actual like uh, polling and science or anything like that. But it's that interesting thing that Animal Crossing hasn't had this giant peak that then has just gone down from where it seems like Fall Guys, especially when we look back in a few months, is going to be longer. And I wonder how much of that is. Fall Guys is, and I know video games in general have a gameplay loop, and they are the same thing over and over again, right? Like, I loved playing Fall Guys for that those two weeks we were really playing Fall Guys a lot, but the more I played it, the less I was like, oh, I got to play more, I got to play more. Like, it was that thing of like, I want one more game, but it wasn't like I'd wake up the next morning being like, I want to go back to that, where I feel like, Animal Crossing, you know there's a big update coming or you're doing something over time because that's how Animal Crossing is built in, right? They're like, I planted these pumpkins. Now I'm going to check in on them every day so I can harvest them and do it all over again. Whereas like Fall Guys, even having the season pass and stuff, like I wanted the hot dog and I got the hot dog eventually. I was like, cool. That's all I want on this pass. Like I don't want to keep going. And I think Fortnite, you look at that, right? Really the game that's changed or I mean invented, I shouldn't say that, but changed the way we think of microtransactions and battle passes and how they're going to incentivize you to turn it on every uh, day. And you look at the daily challenges, you look at the battle pass challenges, but like, even for me, you know, uh, I was so into the Fortnite Marvel season when it dropped, then Avengers came around. I started playing that every night with my friends, but then yesterday that for them to be like, Hey, the Wolverine challenges are activated. I was like, fuck, gotta do that this weekend. Like I'm back for that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I feel like there's more, 
hey, this is what's happening right now in Fortnite. Hey, this is what's happening right now in Animal Crossing. Fall Guys, granted, a smaller, a small team who's just yeah, probably didn't expect the level of success they got. I think their seasons should be shorter. I think they should make a bigger deal about what's on their item shop. And I think they need to make it more of a, I need to be on every day just to check the store kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like for a game that is as, as successful as it is, they're not making the uh the big moves that i'd like to see from them as far as like costumes and stuff like i saw uh earlier they they put in a costume from gree which is or greece or however you pronounce that that game which is you know another uh devolver digital game which makes sense why they would have that crossover there but like there was a certain point where everybody wanted their costumes in in fall guys like absolutely yeah. like walmart was coming through right like all all these different brands wanted to put their own versions of their 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 costumes in fall guys and i feel like that wasn't they they didn't hop on that train i i think fast enough and in a big enough way that would uh i guess capitalize off of that trend right now for fall for fall guys i kind of view it more as like a more of a trend than a staple like when i compare it to something like animal crossing which i think animal crossing is a staple right like it, it came out of course it had this big blow up moment but you know, it's not like it's not like people aren't playing Animal Crossing anymore. People are still playing Animal Crossing. People still talk about it. Same with Fortnite. Fall Guys, I feel like, came through and has kind of suffered a bit, honestly, from like Among Us <laughs> as like a game that came through and, and kind of took the thunder as far as people playing it on Twitch and uh, you know this free game that I, free on mobile paid on uh, like five dollars on Steam or whatever, but like very easy to get into, very accessible kind of a similar vibe as far as like these characters being these cute faceless things like mm -hmm. among us came through and i feel like kind of stole so much of the thunder from fall guys and it is kind of the onto the next one nature of yeah. games that feel more like trends than staples and who knows how, where among us goes maybe among us kind of falls into that trap of in a few weeks you know who's talking about it but again like i don't think i don't think uh, fall guys is in trouble right i don't think that i don't oh, like i don't i think they made their money yeah i think they're great exactly. not to mention keep in mind that like right this is playstation and pc right now like yes this is going to come to switch and xbox and it will i would assume those will all be cross play and you'll have this huge influx and maybe that's probably the thing we're being short-sighted with right because i'm there with you for me like when it was the fall guys twitter account fucking killing it and on top of it and all these different things and then hey we're for dr lupo it turned out but right the best fall guys player has this unreleased thing in, in their inventory right now that everybody go look for it like that was all fucking awesome and then it was this idea that yeah everybody wanted their costume in the game and i know that's so hard to do but i would have been trying to capitalize on at least one of those a week or something like that to keep you keep that narrative going because it feels like it just faded away and i'm sure what's going to happen is either at some point in season two or in season three or at the cross progression launch, they're going to have this blowout with a whole bunch of different stuff on there. And guess what? That's going to really move units and really uh, not, not a gross way, really, uh, you know, push sales for media tonic, which of course you want to see the developers rewarded for their work right now. You figure they got a flat, they got a big old check from PlayStation to put this on PlayStation plus. And granted it's still selling on PC, but You've already got that money on lock. What do you do? You really need to be driving home how great the game is right now with more and more stuff and more and more things, or do you sit there, keep making the game, keep having it run, keep doing the season two, but keep listening and learning and figuring out and working on cool costumes and working on cool things and shortening seasons and giving you more to do and yada yada yada, so that when you go, hey guys, it's Fall Guys 2.0, where it's like we're with the, with this giant update we're doing, we're kind of changing everything. There's going to be a ton more games. There's going to be a ton more costumes. There's going to be a ton more. Uh, players because we're on everything now like you do that and then start charging at the same time i think you're gonna be at a really good yeah. spot i think I, I think the big question is season two like what are what are their plans further down the line of season two if they have plans for further down the line of season two and then yeah what does season three look like and what are the big moves they make there i've been playing a lot of rocket league recently just to see free to play how yeah free to play has changed things or if it's changed things or what the game looks like now because it's been a, it's been quite a while since i was super into rocket league and playing rocket league last night i was really impressed by one it's obviously still the same game like they're not they, they didn't really go in there and dynamically uh like change how the game works or anything but in the small ways that yeah the way in which the the rocket pass is integrated feels smart and feels like obviously like they're taking a note from Fortnite in terms of how to implement it and make it feel like a satisfying uh grind to uh, through the levels but the way they do that the way that like when you first boot up the game you're automatically put into a match and it is this 
20-second uh, tutorial sequence of, hey, this is how you jump. Hey, this is how you boost. Hey, this is how you do this. All right, boom, have fun playing the game. And the way that it feels, uh, the, the way that they've maneuvered with that game in order to take advantage of whatever the market is for that game, I think has been really smart and like is really commendable because yeah like rocket league is a game that came out in 2015 i want to say uh on ps plus for free um or i guess paid with ps plus if you pay for ps plus um but you know if you're if you're on playstation you have that you can get rocket league for free which was super smart for them and allowed them to blow up in a way that uh i think it would have blown up regardless but being on ps plus allowed them to blow up in a way bigger than i think they would have even imagined and from there they've been killing it with putting their game on different consoles, uh, fighting for cross-play, doing all these different things. And this latest move with, with pushing towards free-to-play is just the latest example of them listening and understanding how to maneuver and how to take full advantage of where that game is at at this point in time and how to cater to that audience in this point of time and how to continue to continue to push for getting the most players in that thing. And right now we're seeing the highest concurrent players in Rock- that Rocket League has ever seen. Fall Guys, I hope, does the same thing. Again, like smaller developer, you know, like it, they don't have the the epic money, right? They don't have the sure. epic backing. And so obviously, like they can't maneuver in the way that we've seen Fortnite and Rocket League and these other huge, gigantic successes maneuver. But I do hope they get to that point to where they can go. All right. What is the best for Fall Guys right now? OK, cool. Uh, let's let's make that shift. Let's get people in. Let's make these updates. Let, let's build a consistent uh progression system to to give people that satisfying experience like that's what i want from fall guys agreed uh number two on the roper report nhl 94 rewind is real of course this had leaked a while back through some ratings and stuff now we have actual details uh this of course or doesn't of course i'm reading from the xbox uh newswire where ea put up a statement there or put up a post about it there however this applies to playstation as well while hockey video game fans await the worldwide launch of EA Sports NHL 21 on October 15th, I'm sorry, October 15th, EA Thank Sports you. has announced another all-new NHL game. Well, not exactly all-new. Players who pre-order NHL 21 from the Microsoft Store or Xbox, and Greg Miller saying PlayStation as well, also receive a copy of NHL 94 Rewind, a game that uses the controls and graphics of the classic NHL 94 combined with teams and rosters from the present-day NHL. The cover athlete of NHL 21, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, appears on the cover of NHL 94 Rewind 2, although in 8-bit, parentheses, complete with missing tooth pixel. He's just one of hundreds of players who will be transported transported back in time with NHL 94 Rewind. Last year's cover athlete, uh, Austin Matthews, wouldn't be born until four years after the release of the original NHL 94. I am old. NHL 94 is often considered to be one of the most innovative, best-crafted, and timeless sports games ever. <clears throat> The title has amassed a devoted following and 27 years later is still being played by old school hockey video game fans around the world. The announcement of NHL 94 Rewind is the latest chapter in the game's storied history. Relive one of the greatest hockey video games of all time with your favorite clubs and stars of today. Pre-order NHL 21 today on the Microsoft Store for Xbox and you'll be able to play NHL 94 Rewind on October 30th. So, I, I mean, in general... That's fucking rad. I loved NHL 94. Blessing, I'm assuming you're way too young to remember NHL 94. I was I was born in 94. Exactly. I remember I adored NHL 94, and I did not, I, outside of like Mighty Ducks, like the movies, I don't think I liked hockey at all. But uh, Mike Boylan was obsessed with it. I remember playing it at his house and talking so much about it on the car ride home and then to dinner. My parents were like, fine, fuck, we'll buy you the hockey game. Jesus. And it was just so good and so great. And I think established in a lot of ways what, that and Madden, what EA Sports really meant at the time, right? Uh, that's awesome. It's a cool bonus for this pre-order thing. It's interesting that it comes 15 days after the launch of NHL 21. So, like, you're getting the game you're pre-ordering long before you get NHL 94 Rewind. What I could use help on, kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, is that I looked around as hard as I could because this news was breaking as we were about to go live. Is there any confirmation that you can get this outside of pre-ordering? I, I would imagine eventually, sure. But... Nothing I could find today on the initial reports indicated that. So right now, it looks like the only way to get it is to pre-order NHL 21. Yeah, but it seems like a Spider-Man remastered situation. It does, but then I remember how much EA likes money, and I think it honestly smacks more of, like, it's probably a six months later thing. Yeah. Or maybe it, even three months it, later. It reminds me of AC Odyssey Gold Edition or whatever, where it came with a, uh, AC3 remastered, and then eventually mm-hmm. AC3 remastered was uh, available on its own. Yeah, it's a really and, cool thing. It's a great thing, and it's also, and I think it's a no-brainer to do it because 
I will not buy NHL 21 period. And not, not like some stance. I just know I'll never play that game. Like I won't get deep enough into that game, but if they were to put NHL 94 out on the PSN or whatever, and I, I would definitely buy that and I'd play it for all of one night, I'm sure, but I would get to relive those moments. Cause of course, like there's a, I don't, it's not the Sega Genesis classic, right? There's one of there. You can play this in other forms. Like it's around on other things. I've played it since 94 on more caught modern things. So like, it's definitely, Oh, maybe it was one of those plug and play deals. Yes. They made a plug and play for NHL 94 more and something else. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. But I'm saying like, it's one of those games I would have a great night with in a couple of years and then yeah. be like done with. I mean, not, them you know. putting in the, the current roster into like 94, that is really cool. Like that is honestly something that, that is them going above and beyond in a way that I would not have expected, uh, which is really awesome. If they did this for Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey, that's where you'd get me jumping in. I would pay for that. I would play the mess out of that. Hell yeah. Uh, right now in your wrong, uh, Mike Straw Media tells me I am correct still that they have not confirmed if you'll ever be able to get this separately. But I would imagine you would. So everybody hold tight. Uh, number three on the Roper Report, you got new projects for uh, Microsoft's Flight Microsoft Flight Simulators Studio. <laughs> this is Wesley LeBlanc at IGN.com. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, was released just a little over a month ago, and its developer, uh, Azobo. Is that how you say that one, Bless? Azobo. Azobo. Azobo Uh, Studio is already working on another project with Microsoft. Azobo Studio has said in the interview with La Tribune, as translated by Mad Infinite, that in addition to supporting Microsoft Flight Simulator for 10 years, it is working on two new projects. One is a partnership with Focus Home Interactive, the publisher behind 2019's A Plague Tale Innocence, another Ozobo game. Uh, The other project is another collaboration with Microsoft. As far as what this continued partnership could mean, it's anybody's guess. Considering Microsoft Flight Simulator is supposed to have a 10-year tail to it, the two obviously aren't working on a sequel to the game anytime soon. A sequel to A Plague Tale Innocent might seem like a good guess, but Azobo uh, Studio uh, made that game with Focus Home Interactive, so a sequel would likely come from that umbrella. Microsoft Microsoft uh, Drive Simulator. That's my guess. Microsoft Drive Simulator. So we just drive across the country. You just Yeah, drive across all the countries. With the power of, of being maps, is it, <laughs> or uh, whatever Microsoft Maps thing they use for for the game? I didn't they use I, Google for that, or did they use something different? I don't know. I thought it was because being is this might be a dumb question. Being is Microsoft, right? Yes. Oh yeah, so it'd be Bing Maps, right? All right. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Uh, we, but, no, no, we have breaking news from kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. The nanobiologist oh. grabs this uh, Xbox Squad FR which I guess uh, what's in French. So yeah, Xbox, Xbox squad French has a tweet here, quote tweeting uh, the article for, that we're referencing here. Then a translation that says, no, Azoba studio has not announced a new game in development. This is a translation error. Now this is from hmm. Xbox squad.fr. So I don't know. I would, I have no idea who the fuck they are, but they're reporting that this is actually not the case, but I do not see an actual statement from Azobu. So who knows what the fuck's real anymore? When I saw when I saw this was one of the stories in the doc, I went in and just out of curiosity, I was like, "What other what other games has Asobo developed and put out there?" I was shocked when I went on their Wikipedia because apparently, like, they're just a freelancer and they they'll oh, yeah. make a game for whoever, um, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, like they published. I mean, they've uh, they developed uh, Flight Simulator and Plague Tale Innocence, like we we're talking about, right, for Xbox and Focus Home, but they also did The Crew Two for Ubisoft and like. A bunch of other Microsoft games, and so it's not it's not outside the realm of possibility that they're working on another one because they worked on Recore, uh, and I guess Zoo Tycoon Ultimate Animal Collection and Disney. Uh-huh. Lest we forget, lest we forget. Oh yeah, lest we forget. Uh, all those from Microsoft Studios, but then yeah, like they're they've even worked on uh, Wally for THQ back in the day, which oh, yeah, apparently oh, yeah. Games Gamespot gave a bunch of rewards to, uh, and they worked on Fuel with Codemasters, which okay blows my mind like they have they have a very interesting legacy as a studio um and so yeah like i i mean them working on a new game with xbox again wouldn't be surprising i'm it could be anything and so i'm not really going to sit here and speculate uh what i am interested in is are they working on a plague tale innocence 2 because of plague tale innocence. i didn't beat it sadly no i got like halfway through it um but like what from what i played of it you know, it was pretty good, and I know I have plenty of friends that really adore that Loved game. Loved it, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, like that seems like it could be a great 
direction to go like a lot of people would be excited about that i imagine it'll be interesting you love to see a studio that clearly has this much talent start to break out right where it's one of those things of i don't recognize before this article i didn't recognize the name ozobo right but they get in like oh they're the people who made made a plague's tale oh or a plague tale i know that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i i I played that game for a little bit i liked what i played of it too same with you i didn't beat it uh and then obviously flight simulator getting all these tens and all these amazing things nanobiologist and you're wrong points out microsoft flight simulator uses bing maps and azure servers to create the map Gotcha. That's what I thought. Well, you were right. Is that what you want to hear? That is exactly what I want to hear. Thank you, Greg Miller. I appreciate it. You're welcome. No problem. Happy Donktober. Uh, Number four (laughs) on the Roper Report, NVIDIA RTX 3070 has been delayed. This is a statement from NVIDIA. Production of GeForce RTX 3070 graphics cards are ramping quickly. We've heard from many of you that there should be more cards available on launch day. To help make that happen, we are updating the availability date to Thursday, October 29th. Donktober 29th. We know this may be disappointing to those eager to purchase the GeForce RTX 3070 as soon as possible. However, this shift will help our global partners get more graphics cards into the hands of gamers on launch day. The GeForce RTX 3070 delivers incredible performance and features, including NVIDIA Reflex and Broadcast for $499. Across a variety of ray-traced and rasterized DirectX and Vulkan titles, the GeForce RTX 3070 delivers similar or faster performance than the GeForce RTX 2080 Ti, which sold for twice the price and is on average 60% faster than the original GeForce RTX 2070. So, October 29th, your new RTX 3070. You getting it, Greg? No, right now my Mac can run TurboTax just fine, so I'm not too worried about it. But like, you know, if I ever need to get in there and get Minesweeper to run it, I bet you fucking dorks. You fucking dorks. No, I'm kidding. Got him. Uh, I've been been getting into a a, a little bit of PC gaming lately, Greg. Uh, I've been playing Hades on PC. Let me tell you, it's not that bad. Like, I'm not, I'm not talking about Hades. Hades is wonderful. PC gaming. <laughs> PC gaming. Not that bad. Greg, we yeah, should probably you know, have a meeting cool. about Blessing after this show. I'm just saying. I know, right? Yeah. He's on the PlayStation no, podcast. I, Can you playing, believe it? Like, I, I think the thing that's always deterred me is that, like, I, in my previous places, I've never had, like, a desk. I, did, I haven't had a, sure. I did. Sure. I, I never needed a desk until I, this whole work from home thing. And so, like, ever since work from home, right, like, now I have this widescreen monitor. I have a second monitor, too, which is awesome. Uh, but then, yeah, like, tim gave me this pc and now i'm like all right i got it set up and like playing hades at my desk with an xbox controller just like face to face with this monitor it's a cool experience <laughs> it's a really cool experience i don't know it's something it hits different i'm glad blessing i want you to enjoy your video games you i want everybody to enjoy their video games no i mean like, this is just again like if we're dropping characters here for a second like it's just personal preference thing of like mm. you don't understand i hate having this fucking desk in my living room. The last thing I want to do at night is then sit back down in front of it and get out of here with your fucking Steam link to the TV and all that shit. Like I did that for a while for some other stuff we were reviewing and playing back in the day. I don't, I just, I just want my console. I just want to turn it on. I don't want to have NVIDIA popping up and telling me there's a new driver that then breaks OBS that then does whatever. And I'm not even, this isn't even throwing shade. These are just real problems I've had in recent memory with PCs. Oh yeah. The the, uh, PC gaming has come so much further. I talk about it on, Gamescasts, no, uh, Games Daily yesterday, right? Or Gamescast, I don't even remember. Of uh, being the guy who, you know, Poe was obsessed with uh, uh, X Wing TIE Fighter, but I was the guy who actually understood tech and gaming. So I'd be the one who came over and troubleshot his computer. And like, don't get me wrong, PC gaming's come so far from that of me and Poe hacking at this thing in the 90s or whatever. I still have obviously PTSD from it, but the, I, you know, I'm, obviously I'm broadcasting off of a Lenovo over here that doubles for everything i needed to be it's what i ran half-life alex on you know that's what i've played other games on here for the the rare pc game that i can only get on pc or need to play or preview or stuff we're doing stuff you know for games later today on pc like i get it and i gaming's awesome everybody should just play games wherever they want to yes pcs obviously are going to give you the best fidelity and the best of everything and all that i get it but for me it's all with it, next generation is all about what barrett convenience and that's what my life's always been about so i'd much rather take sure. the 30 frames per second on my giant TV while I sit here with a bunch of Sour Patch Kids in my lap talking shit about Avengers last night. Hear me out, though, man. Just, like, TurboTax on one screen, yeah. to your left, on the right screen, Rocket League. And it's just, everything's just right there for you. You know, that's, Dude, that's even what's like, working out Even fucking, like, streaming games on the current setup here pisses me off so much of, like, um, like I'll yesterday I was we did the the final the finale of the Halo streams that are go up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and it's that fucking annoying thing of I have the two stream, screens I have a small one my big screen of course is lost in the land of COVID like Tim got me a wide screen but it's like taking forever to get here uh and so it's like 
I have to put Discord on this and capture the screen and then run OBS on the tiny screen and then I'll have it all set up and I got to reach over here and switch it to the HDMI to see the game, to get the audio through that thing. And then it always happens that I do that and then Andy wants me to adjust something so I have to switch it all the way back and fuck the whole thing over and yada, yada, yada. Like if I... If we all, if we had known we were working from home, I would have got a different apartment and I would have had an office somewhere that would be a fucking baller ass streamer setup. And again, I don't think at night I'd want to go in there and sit at the desk and play games on it, but I wouldn't have as many headaches with everything. That's why I look over here to, you know, free time Greg, who just sits on this couch and plays fucking games at I, night. I on feel that, Greg. Consoles. I hear you. I feel that, Greg. Yeah. I hear you. But again, ladies and gentlemen, while we are out of character for a second, I will remind you. Play games wherever the fuck you want. Enjoy video games. Let people enjoy video games wherever they they want to. And let them enjoy them however they want to. They want to play them on PC. They want to play them on console. They want to play it on easy mode. They want to play it on hard mode. They want to turn on assists. They don't want any assists. Video yeah. games are supposed to be fucking fun, and they're all about you having a good time. So go have a good time. Unless they're playing on Stadia. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering which one of us would break first and say something stupid about somebody. But yeah, unless it's Stadia. Jerry Petty. Um, number five on the Roper Report. Another delay for you. Uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands has been delayed. Uh, I'm reading a letter here from John Height, executive producer of World of Warcraft. This is how it was announced over on that there Twitter.com. Um, I wanted to let you know that we're delaying the release of Shadowlands to later this year. And while we're still in the process of determining the right new launch date, we felt it was important to let you know about this change in plans as soon as we could. This was an incredibly difficult decision for the team as we're eager to get the expansion into your hands as you are to play it. But ultimately, we feel it's the right decision for the game and our players. Over the past several months of testing, we've made significant progress iterating on and polishing the core features and gameplay of Shadowlands. We're at a point where the zones, the campaign, the level up questing experience, and the story we have to tell are essentially ready to share. We're excited by the covenants at the heart of the expansion, and it's been a thrill to see Torghast take shape into a fun new kind of WoW experience. Thanks, in no small part, to your input. However, as everything started coming together, and we've been listening to to and building upon your feedback, it became clear we need a little more time for additional polish and to balance balance and iterate on some of the interlocking pieces, particularly those related to the endgame. Shadowlands is one of the most intricate expansions we've ever created. And while we've made great progress, uh, the challenge of tuning the endgame was compounded by the team having to work from home. Blizzard has a commitment to quality. We believe Shadowlands will be something special, and we've heard from many of you who feel the same. We need this extra time to ensure Shadowlands lives up to its full potential. In the meantime, we're excited to announce that beginning October 13th, we will be releasing the Shadowlands pre-patch, which lays a lot of the groundwork for the expansion and includes our revamped character leveling, new player experience on Exile's Reach, and a host of new character customization options. And once we get close to Shadowlands release, you'll be called upon to defend Azeroth against a resurgence of the Scourge during the pre-launch event. Thanks for your support and passion and your continued help and feedback as we head toward the finish line. We'll see you in the Shadowlands soon. John Hyde. Cool. Blessing. How about what's let's just get nuts. We just talked about PC gaming. Mm-hmm. What if you and I just did it? What if we no. just jumped into WoW? What no. if we just from scratch jumped into WoW and see where it takes us? Uh, we we have some like we know somebody who's really into WoW, which is uh, Ian uh, Preshel, who could like really like just guide you guys in WoW and just no know. no. I'm saying we jump in blind. We oh, just okay. do it. Okay, we figure it. Out. I mean, mean? that feels like it's going to easily turn into like the story you guys told about trying to get into GTA online. And then there's like just too much going on. And then you guys quickly just uh, like left. We'll jump into GTA online all day, every day. I've been logging in just so I can get my million dollars each month in preparation (laughs) for next gen. I take this very seriously. If you want to jump into GTA online, I will. We will do that. It's more like when Blessing and I jumped into Fallout 76 after that update. Yeah, and we we're like, you know what? This is a really fun afternoon. Yeah, it was. Do you ever want to do this again? No. Okay, bye. <laughs> we never did it again. We had a great time with it. Wow, this is one of those things where I know a th- I've never tried Wow, but I know a thousand percent that I would just not get into it. Like I, anytime I've tried an actual true MMO, it's just not worked for me. I've tried Final Fantasy fourteen, tried RuneScape <laughs> back in the day. DC like, Universe Online. I, I yeah, I did try DC Universe Damn. Online, and yeah, none of them. None of them do a Star Wars Old Republic. I did not try that one. No, but Let's I watched all the Star Wars Old Republic. Let's do it, man. I'm down. At launch, I played it, and then when I was when we had that one you know, that month gap, I downloaded it to this PC because like I want to try again. And I never did. Wait, recently? Yeah. 
The old Republic. One, you, you tried no, no, it I, I played it at launch. Okay. The old Republic launch, and then recently, yes, in this like two months ago, when we had like a downtime, and I was like, oh, nothing's really hitting the spot. What do I want to play? I was like, maybe I want to try Old Republic, and I downloaded old it to the PC. You yeah. still haven't beaten Persona Five Royal, and you downloaded the Old Republic. Yeah, I want to play. You know, you, a I game that's you. interesting all the way through the 135. Oh hours. my god. Bless, we're going to have to have a meeting uh, after this. <laughs> Number six on the Roper Report. It turns out that Steve and Smash Brothers took about five years. This is Jordan Olman over at IGN.com. Negotiations to get Minecraft Steve and his Super Smash Brothers Ultimate may have been ongoing for at least five years. Mo Yang co-founder Daniel Kaplan revealed the news on Twitter. Kaplan first asked his followers to guess when discussion started about the character coming to Nintendo's Smash Brothers, which prompted many teasing replies. Eventually, he confirmed in a reply that talk started at least five years ago. In a follow-up, Kaplan added that he has, quote, no idea when implementation started, most likely to the fact that he left Mo Yang in 2017 to work at Coffee Stain Publishing. No surprise there. I wonder what that actually means, right? Of like, oh, negotiation started. So what is that? Is like Nintendo, hey, would you be interested? I don't know, maybe. That kind of thing. And then they go back and forth for a while. How yeah. serious were they? I feel like Minecrafty was inevitable, like that was, I was honestly I was surprised he wasn't in the first batch of DLC fighters just because like Minecraft has always been one one of the biggest franchises of the last ten years or so. Um, but then also like Nintendo has hasn't been shy about showing Minecraft love. Like when Minecraft came to Switch, they put Nintendo characters as I assume skins or I don't know how characters work in Minecraft, but you could play as Mario essentially in Minecraft on on Switch, right? And so like there's there's been love shown both ways like obviously microsoft on their side is down to work with nintendo on things uh and smash brothers trying to be the biggest crossover of of all time in video games like it only makes sense to get minecraft in there and so uh all this lines up i again i'm surprised it's taken this long but shout out to them for making it work agreed speaking of making it work greg way let me tell you about our sponsors who make Kind of Funny Games Daily possible. Uh, today, we're brought to you by Upstart. During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money every month at high interest credit card debt, it's time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be and help pay off high interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. You don't need a degree or a diploma to apply. It's a tired story, but you know, when I moved here, I had to take out a loan. And when I did, they did not take any of that into account. So I had a terrible interest rate. Upstart would have helped me. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000, so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards and meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money the way you want to with Upstart. See why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Upstart.com slash kfgames. Our next sponsor is Hims. For Hims.com is all about men's wellness. It's another tired kind of funny story. Andy and Nick noticed their hair was thinning. They went to forhims.com. They had an online consultation with a doctor who prescribed them generic equivalents to well-known prescriptions at a much reduced cost so that they could tackle this problem and have solutions shipped right to their door. We talk about it. Andy and Nick love it. It's great. One of the things, the whole reason for him's got founded, right, was that the founder was like, there's some conversations that they know guys don't want to have in person talking to anybody else. They're ashamed of it, even though they shouldn't be. One of those being erectile dysfunction. So that's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, you shouldn't be ashamed if you have erectile dysfunction, but 
if you want to have it looked at and you're scared or you just don't want to talk to anybody in person, forhims.com is a great solution. Again, it works just like the hair loss thing. You go to forhims.com, you fill out some stuff, then you get uh, you get a consultation with a doctor online. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to talk to anybody on the phone. You don't have to worry about being in a waiting room or telling your friends why you got to get out of work or whatever. It's just a call you get to do. Uh, talk to the doctor, and if they decide it's right for you, they will prescribe you well-known generic uh, solutions, and you can go, and it'll be great, and everybody will get things shipped right to their door discreetly. You don't have to worry about anything. There's no more searching online for answers to questions about erectile dysfunction or sexual wellness just go to your hymns account and ask a medical professional you can trust try hymns today uh, starting out with a free online visit go to forhims.com slash games daily for your free visit that's forhims.com slash games daily f-o-r-h-i-m-s dot com slash games daily prescription products are subject to a medical uh, provider approval and require an online consultation with a medical provider who will determine if the prescription is appropriate see the website for full details and safety information remember that's forhims.com slash kind of or i'm sorry slash games daily forhims.com slash games daily then final sponsor of the day is logitech logitech of course has been my greg miller's go-to gaming headset at the office you've probably seen me use it in clips or let's plays or party modes before tim killed it uh here we're talking about the pro x wireless light speed gaming headset uh based on the award-winning pro gaming headset design pro x wireless headset features high quality materials advanced communications precision audio and total wireless freedom it's a high-performance Pro X gaming headset with light-speed wireless technology and up to 20-plus hours of battery life. It also features a detachable pro-grade microphone featuring real-time blue voice technology, including passive noise isolation, compressor limiter, and more for clean, professional voice comms. It doesn't stop there, as there's also an advanced Pro-G 50mm drivers, which uh, deliver clear and precise sound imaging with improved bass response. Here are footsteps and environmental clues uh, with clarity to give you uh, the competitive advantage. You can experience this headset's supreme comfort, comfort and durability. For a limited time, Logitech G is offering our listeners 10% off select products at logitechg.com. Use the code KFGAMES for 10% off today. That's 10% off select Logitech G products with promo code KFGAMES. Blessing, I'm excited because every time I read this ad, I think that I need to go grab my Logitech headset from the office, right? I need mm-hmm. to go do that. I'm excited to do it. But getting it from the office is still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? You'd go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Out today, Star Wars Squadrons on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The review is up as a gamescast on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe as a gamescast uh warsaw xbox one crash bandicoot 4 it's about time on playstation 4 and Let's xbox go, one baby. also on that gamescast with the star wars review uh dragon lapis on xbox one and pc birthday of midnight on switch tofu topple on pc raven quest on pc bunker down on pc and mac true hate on pc grim legends 2 song of the dark swan on switch Let's Sing Queen on Switch. Logic Puzzle Collection, Sudoku, uh, Permadoku, Non-Doku, uh, Switch. 103 on Switch. Make a Killing on Switch. Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lord releases today on GOG. And then the Pokemon Go Autumn event is popping off right now until Monday, October 12th New dates for you. Uh, you can get the free Hell Loop DLC. It's coming to Puzzle Game Time Lie on October 9th. I mean, Donktober 9th. <laughs> and then also Amnesia Rebirth is coming to PlayStation 4 Donktober 20th. Oh, God. Uh, we need to do like a, a first impressions or some sort of stream with that. I'm just going to say. And it has to Why? Because it's okay. Okay. <laughs> One of the scary games. It, it, I've never played Amnesia. Oh, I asked for a code for this today. Oof. Let me tell you, Greg, it is it is a scary fucking game. If you if you want imagine this, you're playing a scary game and you have no weapons. You have no way to fight these people, these creatures that are in the scary mansion house thing. I've sure. we played this a lot in uh, high school when uh, we would go um, do some extra career. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, who's to say? And then we would play this game and we'd get really scared. We should stream this. I'm down. I was going to yeah. say, we should have an old Barrett drug stream. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where we, I'll play it. I'll do a gummy. I, I know what the kids do. I'll take a oh, Jolly yeah. Rancher and a Bouchon. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy the amount of uh, the amount of like foods and candies they put this shit in now. I remember like eight years ago, it was mind blowing that someone was able to fuse uh, marijuana into water, and I was like, "What?" And look sure. at look at look at it now. 
that little marijuana plant now. Finally yeah. getting the respect it deserves. <laughs> Blessing shirt, entirely hemp. Yeah, no, that's exactly why I bought it. They're like, oh yeah, you can get high by wearing it. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, no. podcast. When, when Blessing bought it, it had sleeves, but then he smoked them. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> so soon it'll just be a tank top, yes. Uh, let's get into some reader mail. Remember, you can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygamesdaily. No, that's not right. Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and then submit your questions for games daily. I have a whole bunch here because I knew we were going to come in and have a time to talk it up. Where do I want to start, though? Here, I like this one. Uh, Blessing, I don't know if you know. I don't know if the audience knows. You and I host a little show called PS I Love You XOXO. It's a PlayStation podcast. Posts every Tuesday. Uh, YouTube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe. Justin writes in with this PlayStation question. Which first party PlayStation studio are you most looking forward to taking the advantage, taking advantage of the PlayStation 5 hardware? Try to ignore that some of the studios have release dates on their next games and others don't. When you think of PlayStation 5 and the wonders of this ice cream looking sandwich, what, uh, who are you excited to see get a crack at it? That's a good question. Because right now when I think of the PS5 and I think of the capabilities of next gen, like my mind immediately goes to the SSD and the cut down yeah. and load times and basically like the sped up processing and what that can allow for. And I think my mind immediately goes to uh, Santa Monica and God of War mm. because God of War 1, obviously, you know, did quite a few things that were innovative for that franchise. I think innovative period as far as the one shot camera and how they how that added to the cinematic feel of the game and and the overall level design of God of War. I just really appreciate from like the the open linear style of it. Like I know games have done that in the past, but I feel like God of War is one for me that really worked in terms of making that world feel open. Like it felt like an open world, but at the same time, like you know they 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 really tailored how you explore that world through making it i guess somewhat linear i think that could benefit a lot from the the ssd and what we expect from next gen like i, I think cutting down all, all that stuff allows them to have more creativity in terms of how they're going to design a god of war and how uh they're going to like make more make a make a world that maybe isn't necessarily an open world but is more open than what we even got in god of war one like sure. I, that, that's kind of what I expect from that. Yeah, it's an interesting question because I haven't thought of it that way. Of who do I want to see you take advantage of the PlayStation Five the most? And I think, whereas most people, I would maybe jump to Naughty Dog. Obviously, the fidelity of their games, how good all their games look. I feel like it's there's two answers. I think Naughty Dog is already such a technical powerhouse. And does so many amazing things with their games, right? Especially Last of Us Part Two, but even Uncharted 4. You know what I mean? Like these games that have obviously evolved and they know the engine so well and they know the PlayStation so well and what they can get out of it. That, of course, I'm excited for whatever they're going to put on a PlayStation 5. And I assume it will be this, oh my God, look at the shoelaces moving and everything's individually animated and all these different things. But I feel like that's a known quantity. I'm with you of looking into the first party portfolio and wondering who will do something spectacular with it and grab onto it in a way we wouldn't have seen coming what will that actually mean and it is a merger obviously of artistic vision and tech but like one of the first things that pops up is pixel opus for me uh you know they did concrete genie and i think concrete genie caught me so off guard with how much fun that game was how beautiful the world was but how not a moment of it was wasted. Not a second of that map was wasted. The way the cutscenes looked like animated movies, like to think of them getting this tech and be able to really make a game that completely blurs that line between you loading into a cutscene and you being into their game, right? If they want to keep making these things that I feel like remind me of storybooks or felt puppets or something like that, the way, you know what I mean? I could, like their games have texture to them, if that makes sense, to see what they'll be able to do with hey, here's the PlayStation 5, and there really are no technical barriers to you making what you want it to be. What will that look like? And it's the same thing I think of when I want to talk about Sucker Punch, right? I mean, Ghost of Tsushima, obviously, a game this year that I fucking adored. And, you know, at Sucker Punch, I expected to like it, but the more I played of that game, the more I loved that game to the point of platinuming it and being like, God, I just wish there was more to do in it. Like, what did they do uh, when, on their next open world, which you assume they're going to do a Ghost of Tsushima 2, right? And like, how does that differ and what have they found from that? And especially if they're going to continue on with a game that was 
I would say, you know, pretty much universally enjoyed, if not loved. You know what I mean? What do you, when you come in at that and you're like, all right, cool. We had too many Fox dens and we should have let you have loadouts and we should have done like, we can do all that. And on top of that, we can have more dynamic swords cut, you know, and you cut something, it cuts at a certain angle and really, you know, capture even more of what we're going for in that sense of a samurai film. Yeah. I think Naughty Dog is, is an interesting one to bring up uh, because I don't, when I think of next gen, like I'm excited about the SSD and I'm excited about the power. And I also want to throw in like blue point as an answer. Because oh, yeah. I think of course, of course, like their, their whole thing is, Hey, we're going to make beautiful ass versions of the games that you already know and love. And the power being pushed into next gen is only going to make those games look more beautiful and make those games uh, better. But overall, like when I think of next gen and I think of the power and all that stuff, I'm not, ne- that's not necessarily the thing that, I think I am looking forward to, especially coming off of the last part two, which is this technical powerhouse, which does have all these details and does function so well and does run so well and is so polished and all these different things. Uh, like the last part two, you know, does so many, does so much incredible things. And when I think of any of the critiques that I have with that game, they all, they all more so come down to creative decisions more so mm, than mm. this game isn't technically impressive like the last of part two is probably one of the most technically impressive games that i've ever played but like when i think of when i think of my uh uh critiques of that game i think more so like man okay i wish the second half was was paced a little bit better all right like i wish you know naughty dog kind of broke out of their uh game design loop a little bit when you think of what a naughty dog game is like i feel like last of part two kind of falls into a lot of those traps that haven't necessarily uh uh evolved as much as i would have liked them to like those are the things that i kind of think about and so like when i think of first party playstation going connect going into next gen and what i want to see from them i more so think of them breaking out of what we traditionally see from them right it all it all it all, it all kind of feeds back into that uh uh does playstation take risks or not conversation that we've had before sure um and like you know, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. But you know, when I think of the, of the different studios, I do want to see them break out. Right? Like I do want to see like Ghost of Tsushima Legends is a thing that's still coming out that I I'm really excited to see because that feels like a different thing. That is, is going to be coming out. Yeah, and like this year, right? And is it substantial or not? That's like, what they said, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it might be this month. I, I feel like that's imminent. I feel like Ghost of Tsushima Legends Ghost is imminent. Um, but like that's a thing that is different and fresh and like whether or not it's substantial who knows i don't necessarily expect it to be the most substantial thing in but... august they just said fall 2020 okay so they didn't give a month interesting no. i wonder if that's like a ps5 like no i guess it's like deals it it's tacked on to ghost of shima isn't it yeah so i guess it's not i guess yeah, they it's not like a standalone thing it's you have yeah. to have ghost Shima. but yeah like i want i want to continue to see that i want to continue to see these these studios kind of break out and be like all right yeah what what does how do we want to treat spider-man as insomniac right that's that's creating evolution from spider-man one i think miles morales is like a good is a is a good start of like hey yeah let's create this own story let's make let's stylize this uh completely to be this different thing that's tailored towards miles like those are the types of choices that i like to like i like to see um and so that's pretty much my answer i guess are we gonna play through ghost of tsushima legends Legends i am no, I'm, together, I'm together. No, we're playing. Yeah. Because right. I, I feel like me and you don't. I feel like me and you don't get enough chances to play games together because we just play different games. I agree. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We should, we should do this. We should do this. Yeah, we should go through the story together. We should stream the whole thing. I'm down for that. That sounds awesome. All right, that's a lock. So whenever that comes out, that's interesting. I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of forgot about this. That I knew. I mean, I remember getting announced, but if you were like, "When's it coming out?" I was like, hey. "Yeah, fall 2020 is different than holiday 2020, which is what they were calling the PlayStation five. So you figure this thing has got to be fucking imminent and right before PlayStation five. That's what I think. That's why I was thinking October. Like I, I, I can't imagine they put it out after PlayStation five, but I guess why not? If it's just coming out on PS4. Uh, what I'd like to call out real quick is, you know, usually we ask you to write into kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, and then we, you correct us. I'd like to correct someone in the chat. Seems like there's a whiny little crybaby, Andy Cortez, in the chat who says they're not going to do it, that we're not going to play through Ghost of Tsushima Legends together. Oh, we're definitely going to do it. Now we're definitely doing it, Andy, and I want you to know I better be, when we do it and we're streaming it, we better be fucking hosted on twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez, a.k.a. bonermonger.com. Guys, how many, how many players is that? Is it four players for Ghost of Shima Legends? It is. 
Who, who's going to gonna be our, our Are you going to invite Andy Cortez to it, or is he going to be like, oh, hold on, i got to update my graphics card. Guys, Andy Cortez, if you're not a coward. After this. We should, Cortez, uh, first off, we've we've made a lot of jokes about having meetings about each other. We definitely need to have a meeting about Andy. Yeah. All right? Okay. Yeah. He's getting too big on Twitch is what I'm realizing. Did That's you see also, like, the other day he was well. like, he, he was, he was, uh, you'll never like, have to fear at that. At the start with me, of right? one of them Twitch videos, those Twitch videos, where they, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, Andy Cortez was front and center in one of them. Yeah. And it's like, at what point does he realize that if he wanted to, he could just make a career off of that? Ah, here's where, here's where we get into it. All right. I'm going to read from Ghost of Tsushima Legends blog post, right? Mm-hmm. We designed Legends to be an exclusively cooperative gameplay experience. You'll be able to partner up with friends or via online matchmaking and play Legends in groups of two to four players. Each player can choose from one or four different classes. With two, play- with two players in Ghost of Tsushima Legends, you'll be able to play a series of co-op story missions that escalate in difficulty, building on the foundation of the combat from the single-player campaign, but with new magical twists that often require careful synchronization with your partner. With four players, you'll be able to take on wave-based survival missions, fighting groups of toughest enemies uh, Tsushima has to offer, including the new mm-hmm. Oni enemies. So, you and me are playing the story together. Yes. Sorry, Andy, the baby Cortez, all right? But wow. then... When we get to the four-player thing, maybe we can let the baby in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you there. That but mainly good. our That's thing that we've agreed and shaken hands on is that we will play it. We're going to play through the, we will the stream story it. thing. We exactly. will stream it. Yeah, Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Exactly. Not, twi- not bonermonger.com. Okay. I That's missed that clear. whole thing. I don't know what that's a reference to. I assume that's type I bonermonger.com into your search bar. Your search bar. Uh, this is a work computer. And like, am I going to get in trouble? I'm your boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. Bonermonger.com. Type it in. All right. Boner. While, How do you spell monger? M-O-N-G-E-R. While we wait for him to do this, what's oh. this with Kevin getting golden stars in the pizza party? What the fuck is this all about? Uh, for the month of Doc- Donktober, uh, we have started that. And Blessing, did you hear this yesterday on the show? No. This is it applies to you, too, as the, you're, you're usually hosting if I'm not hosting. We are have inst- instituted the gold star policy for Kevin. When Kevin does something right, you can you get to choose the host. You can award him a gold star. Then, if he can get twenty four gold stars in the month of October, he gets a pizza party. Oh, I like this. According, according to Mubot, right now he has like three this. gold stars. Okay, and it sounds like that he's doing wow, really great. Three right? in one but, day. Well, I mean, think about it. I said twenty four, right? And so, like, somebody did the math. Is like he's got to get four a day or whatever for on every workday. Mm, mm. So here's, like, here's my here's my thing though. Why is Kevin getting gold stars? Hold on, in the I mean, month of October. Nano nano nanobiologist corrects me. It's twenty five stars, not okay. uh, okay. thing. If somebody could update the Moobot, then because right now it says our Kev Kev has three gold stars. What a good boy! If you could say, if you could put the rules in there so everybody understands mm-hmm. it a bit more, Moobot. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And Andy says that's a new KF emote, the gold star. Great job, Andy. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm glad to see you want to work here, even though you come in here and you talk shit about me and your boss blessing. Is Kevin a good noodle? You decide. He gets three stars a day. He can make that in eight and a half days. Work days. If he's going for if he's going <laughs> if he's going if he's going for twenty five stars. <laughs> Listen, man, I didn't do the math. I just saw somebody say it in the chat, and I was like, "That's that's tough, man." I really, like, I had to sit down here. Like, I legit was going through the motions of like, wait a second, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty one, twenty four, and then. I guess one on the ninth day, but I guess we can take away stars from them also, right? We said we couldn't take away stars. That we was one of the rules we learned out. Yeah, we oh, he's gonna he's stars. gonna hit it. Well, I mean, if you if he just, if, I mean, stars it, first off, he's not even driving the show today, so he can't get a star. So that's a problem for him right there, right? It's true. Yeah, but he's and like, is he meeting during the return. production we, uh, production meeting later today? Like, we could just decide that I direct all of the shows uh, next week. Exactly. You know what I mean? We really get in there. We really screw him over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But again, this is just a, this is just rewarding him. You know what I mean? So let's just take care of him and let's get out of Dunktober. Without also, I don't know if I acknowledge this, but I went to bonermonger.com and it did redirect to twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's beautiful. But it, but it, I'm still waiting. I need to make the bonermonger.com shirt. I don't. Is, do you think that will sell? Do you think people want to wear a boner monger and walk around not. with it? <laughs> do it. Then here's what he does. All right. He's Andy Cortez. All right. What he does is he just makes the shirt, but then it's for charity. And then people buy it and they just use it as a rag for their car. All right. And that's what I do with my nitro rifle shirt. You know what I mean? Fair. Nice. Greg. Very fair. Nice guy. It's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help 
in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Thomas Rice needs help on the Xbox systems. Uh, Thomas's Xbox username is Natural Distress. It goes like this. Squad up, Guardians. I am natural distress on Xbox and need some Guardians for my fire team to help me finish some bounties. Destiny 2, hit me up and we shall become legends together. Shall we fight together, Guardian? I am looking for your support. Uh, Sunglasses emoji and then smiley emoji. If you would like to do emojis and play Destiny 2 with Thomas, hit up natural distress on Xbox. Uh, He... Use the forum in an interesting way, so he had extra spaces. So under why you need help, he put, I am fun and loud and need a companion for the long road ahead to finish this season strong. If you're playing Destiny on Xbox, hit up Thomas. Natural distress. Nanobiologist makes a good argument for when Kevin should get stars taken away. And it's if he plays the jazz music when anybody is hosting, but uh, that isn't Tim. I agree. I do think we should be able to take stars away from Kevin. You listen. It's something for us to talk about in the, the company-wide <laughs> meeting today. All right? We can, we can bring this up. We can yeah. figure it all out. Yeah. We can go from there. Right now, I don't have the clarity on that. I can only tell you what happened live yesterday on the show. Me and Tim started to threaten introducing this rule. Mm. But I don't think... I mean, we could just save that in our back pocket for when he really pisses us off. And then it could say, be a big deal that we dock the first star. Before the show, I asked you guys, because uh, Kevin's busy today, which is why he's not running the show... I asked you guys, hey, if I'm if I slack Kevin, would he answer back? Because I wanted to ask him about his dentist. Because I've had a toothache all week. Uh, he did no. just respond to me, giving me giving me giving me all of his dentist information. And so I would like to award Kevin with a star. Wow. Yeah, ladies Kevin and gentlemen, Kevin has just gotten a star. We'll call him. Oh, Nate, well, yeah, maybe I, yeah. maybe not right now. But it's also like he's got a lot of downtime. I'll I'll I'll. Here's what we'll do. I'm just gonna we're gonna just gonna we're gonna text him. All right. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations, comma. You've been Raul Giovanni makes a good point. Giving him out like candy, man. Star on KFGD. You know what? Here's what I'll say. It's always the people who don't have a fucking show that want to tell you how to run your fucking show. So that was Rahul who? Uh, I, I I forget. Rahul. No, here it is. Rahul <laughs> Rahul Giovanni giving him out like candy. <laughs> You know what else I'm giving out? I'm giving out timeouts like candy, Rahul. There you go. You've been timed out. Enjoy <laughs> oh, it. All right. You did it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I will. Uh, you will be. When we wrap the show, you will. Uh, when we move to the Patreon post show, I will untime you out or I will forget it. <laughs> One of so, the two will happen. Uh, we ask people watching live to go to kindoffunny.com slash uh, you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight. Uh, Lanky Dragoon writes in and says, Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster came out separately at launch. The season pass for Odyssey just made the separate download free for past owners. There was no spaced out release in that scenario. Okay. Well, fuck me. There you go. It's okay. No, no. Don't take it like that. Don't, don't no, worry. Fuck me, Greg. No. <laughs> Barrett, no. Don't talk <laughs> like this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, that is the end of the week. You made it. Congratulations. Your host next week for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Read right, right now as they normally should, as if nothing's going to happen, but you know something well. Right now, it's Monday, Blessing and Tim. Tuesday, Blessing and Imran. Wednesday, me and Gary. Thursday, uh, me and Tim. Friday, me and Blessing. I'm going to tell you right now, Greg, I have Tuesdays off in the calendar. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't look ahead on it. I, that was that thing I didn't even think about today when I built the dock. That it was that kind of Friday. So yeah, we'll fix that. You know. But you see, when you put yourself on the dock, remove yourself from the thing. Is it that hard, blessing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, Ble- Greg. We, blessing. We you've lost a gold meeting. star today. You've lost oh, a gold star. A You're a one. After this. Tough but fair. We we do need to have a meeting. Plus, uh, Barrett, I appreciate you calling all these meetings because it's you know somebody's got to keep everybody in line I around just like here. Meetings. God they're, knows it ain't gonna be Nick. They're they're the way I can actually talk to you guys. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, and a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can ask us questions. You can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we're about to do on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, or listen on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Like I said, post show to do. But until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you.